0: If you don't want to miss a thing happening in the Archdiocese of St. Louis, make sure to subscribe to the Catholic Gateway Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or just about any other podcast app. That way you'll get every Catholic Gateway Podcast episode and other podcasts and audio we post, including the Word of Mouth podcast hosted by Michael Horn in the Office of Laity and Family Life. So just search for Archdiocese of St. Louis on your favorite podcast app to find us then rate us, like us, and share us with your friends. It's the easiest evangelization you'll do this week.
1: The parish likes to to look at kind of the bigger picture. A
2: priest is an altar priest They
1: just go, go, go. In the zeal of love of Jesus Christ. There is compassion for poor people.
2: And it has this beautiful historic church. Heaven coming down to earth. Thanks be to God. From the Rome of the
0: West, this is the Catholic Gateway Podcast... Your audio gateway into the Archdiocese of St. Louis. On each episode of the Catholic Gateway podcast, we'll tell the stories about the interesting people, places, and events that make up the Archdiocese of St. Louis. We'll also give an update on Catholic news, courtesy of the reporters from the St. Louis Review and Catholic St. Louis Magazine, the official publications of the Archdiocese of St. Louis. So with trust in the Holy Spirit, let's begin. Hello and welcome to this Catholic Gateway Podcast news update. I'm your host, Gabe Jones. Let's take a look at the news and events happening around the Archdiocese of St. Louis for this Labor Day week of September 4th, 2017. Archbishop Robert J. Carlson released a statement on Tuesday, August 29th regarding Hurricane Harvey assistance. Archbishop Carlson states, quote, It is difficult to comprehend how something so terrible can happen on such a scale and it is at times like these we turn in faith and ask the Lord to carry those who are suffering and who have lost so much, Unquote. A second collection was taken up this past weekend, and another will be taken up the upcoming weekend of September 9th and 10th. If you would like to contribute to the assistance efforts in Houston and surrounding communities in Texas, please visit ccstl.org. That's the Catholic Charities website, ccstl.org slash get involved slash donate. And be sure to select the Hurricane Harvey 2017 fund. Or a donation can be made directly to Catholic Charities through the mail. You can mail that to P.O. Box 952393. That's P.O. Box 952393. St. Louis, Missouri 63195. And be sure to note Hurricane Harvey 2017. An immigration vigil took place outside the Thomas F. Eagleton United States Courthouse in downtown St. Louis on Friday, September 1st. The purpose of the vigil was to draw attention to the impending state and federal actions on immigration policy. Father John O'Brien, pastor of Our Lady of Guadalupe Parish in Ferguson, was one of the speakers. Right now, a great evil is threatening all of us, a crust has begun to form around the heart of this country. And it threatens to obscure the goodness of who we truly are. A nation of immigrants.
2: A people of generosity. A place of welcome. We need to seek
0: conversion. And we need to respond with courage. And after the rally, I caught up with Javier Orozco, director of the Office of Ecumenical and Interreligious Affairs for the Archdiocese of St. Louis. So we're really grateful
1: that today the community came together to support our young people, especially who are affected by DACA, whose dreams and hopes are on the line. And today we were here to simply say to the young people, we are with you. Your dreams are our dreams. Your hopes are our hopes. You are our leader for leaders for today, and we are with you today, yesterday, and tomorrow, and
0: we will always stand with you. For more information on this issue, please visit archstl.org slash Hispanic Ministry. There you will find up-to-date information as this issue develops. On September 10th, at the Cathedral Basilica of St. Louis, a blue mass for emergency responders will be celebrated by Most Reverend Robert J. Carlson. Emergency responders are invited to the Mass that honors those who currently serve and those who have lost their lives in the line of duty. For more information, please visit archstl.org slash bluemass. Now here are the five quintessential stories from the St. Louis Review handpicked by the staff for you to share and discuss this week. You can find these stories at stlouisreview.com slash five things, that's a numeral five things, or in the paper dated September 4th. 2017. As mentioned at the beginning of our podcast, Catholic groups from around the country are mobilizing to help in Hurricane Harvey's aftermath. The article up on stlouisreview.com shows a variety of ways from local to national organizations that you can donate to to help our brothers and sisters in the state of Texas. Jennifer Brinker has two stories this week of pro life organizations doing work year round for the cause of life. You'll hear more from her in the second half of this podcast, so stay tuned don't skip ahead. Two special students at Immaculate Conception Parish in Darden Prairie are featured in a story by Dave Luking. In all, 11 students who have significant special needs, including eight with Down syndrome, are being educated in parish schools for this academic year. Along with Immaculate Conception, Incarnate Word School in Chesterfield, and St. Mary Magdalene in Brentwood are educating these children for the first time. Find that story as well online or in this paper for this week. And lastly, a small difference can be seen at Kenrick Glennon's seminary. David Halfman, a senior at the seminary, has noticed it. Actually, it's not a small difference, but a large difference. 132 seminarians are enrolled currently, just one short of the seminary's capacity of 133. This is the most that the seminary has had since 131 seminarians were enrolled in 1985. Every day I meet three or four more people, said Haffman. A senior in the Cardinal Glennon College program, it used to be that you'd walk into class and know everybody, he also went on to say. Dave Luking shows how there is some new energy at the seminary. There is a look at what is happening around the Archdiocese of St. Louis. Remember for these stories, events, and more, visit stlouisreview.com and archstl.org and follow the Archdiocese of St. Louis and the St. Louis Review on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you for listening to the Catholic Gateway Podcast news update for this week, September 4th, 2017. Coming up, we have an interview with Jennifer Brinker. I sit down and talk to her about her recent stories or stories this week on the pro-life organizations doing great work here in the area. But before that, we have an evangelization tip from Michael Horn in the Office of Laity and Family Life.
2: As human beings, we are attracted to stories. We are drawn to them, whether we read them in a book, watch them in a theater, or listen to others narrate them. It is a wonderful thing to know those special people in our lives—family members, friends, actors—who have a gift for telling a story. They captivate us as they tell tales that are funny, sad, interesting, or inspiring. The story of our Catholic faith is glorious. Salvation history is laden with instances of God showing his unending love and faithfulness to his people. An angel announces to a very young woman that she will give birth to the Messiah, the Savior of the world. This Savior chooses 12 ordinary men to accompany him in his mission of saving mankind. Jesus dies and rises. His apostles preach the gospel to the ends of the earth. The story continues today. As Catholics seeking to evangelize others, we must become comfortable sharing our own personal story of faith and the beautiful stories of the gospels, as well as the lives of the saints. Our story is beautiful and unique. Share yours today.
0: Well, we're five months away from the March for Life in Washington, D.C., which takes place every January, but um, pro life is an important issue year-round, and so Jennifer Brinker here with the St. Louis Review is back in the Catholic Gateway podcast studio to talk a little about the pro-life issue and some teens who are living that out. So Jennifer, thanks for coming on.
1: Sure, thanks. Thanks for having me. So um, we got a heads up about the youth group at Holy Infant Parish in Baldwin, and they had about two dozen teens um, go down to Planned Parenthood uh, to pray peacefully on the sidewalk in front of the clinic, and um, part of this was really a desire. It was actually a collaborative effort of the youth ministry there and the pro-life committee um, you know, to show that you know, these kids are pro-life year-round. It's not just January. It's not just the March for Life and the Generation Life trip. And um, you know, that's something that the whole Generation Life program that the youth ministry office, the Archdiocese Youth Ministry Office, um, imparts with these teens, that this isn't just about January and the March and going on this trip to D.C., but it really is in your own community as well, and that's what these these kids really were showing.
0: Yeah. So, uh, where were these kids from? Holy Infant Parish, but I guess mm-hmm. um, they were high school aged, right?
1: Uh huh. Yeah, they were a mixture of Catholic and public high schools. Um, that you know area out in West County, there's just as many kids going to public school as Catholic high schools, and so it was really kind of neat to see a, a good mixture of students in that group um, representing.
0: Did you get to talk to any of the kids then when you're down there?
1: Yeah um, there was one kid um, in particular who's featured in the story and he he'd been a few times with his grandfather and um, just being able to be there with his peers I think this time um, really meant a lot to him and then I did talk to a couple first-timers and they shared their experiences about being there. I think you know of course there's some nerves you know you're not sure what to expect there in front of the clinic um, but I think all in all it was a a good experience for them to witness that.
0: That's always fun to see in the first time kids or adults, anybody down there at the, mm-hmm. the, the sidewalk outside of Planned Parenthood, because I, I know anytime I go there, I can feel sort of the spiritual warfare palpably. You can you mm-hmm. even sense it. Right. And then I think for a first timer, it's sort of maybe especially acute. And I know um, when I used to work in the Respect Life Apostolate here for the Archdiocese, I, I organized an event and we took some kids down there. Mm-hmm. And uh, while we were there on the sidewalk, some of these Girls who had never been there before Mm -hmm. were out there praying by the gate, and they witnessed a turnaround Mm, right there. uh, You know, like that's that's cool, and that that kind of reminded me why why we do the work we do is yeah. Obviously, it's the babies we want to save babies, but like there's there's also something to be said about seeing Mm -hmm. somebody or or, or having somebody witness that Mm -hmm. turnaround, that that change of heart right there on the sidewalk is is really powerful so it's kind of a cool experience
1: yeah and the kids you know i know i think they were very encouraged um you know they're and they they told them in advance you know some of the regular sidewalk counselors you know be prepared you know sometimes you'll see reactions from people driving, by in cars, but it seemed like what reactions they did get were very positive, like honks and thumbs up and that sort of thing. So, um, so I think that was encouraging for them as
0: well. Yeah, that's good. And, um, just a little plug, I guess, uh, if you are interested in doing more with pro-life, the actual, uh, the fall 40 days for life are coming up soon. I can't remember the dates off the top of my head. I probably should have checked before, yeah. before I started recording, but, uh, that's coming up soon. So check with your parish. If you're listening to this, maybe check with your parish or pastor or somebody a pro-life um, coordinator maybe at your parish right. and try to see if your parish has signed up to volunteer or, or, or to um, to adopt a day during those 40 days to pray down the sidewalk, and you can get involved mm-hmm. that way. Right. So, Jennifer, though, there's another pro-life story in this, mm-hmm. and I should mention, um, again, this is in the September 4th through 10th edition of the St. Louis Review. You can also find this online, but there's another pro-life story uh, where you went and you saw something pretty cool, um, some pro-life billboards before they were up, Right, as billboards. So (laughs) what was that like?
1: Yeah, so um, you might have seen these around the St. Louis area. There are technically 11 of them in various spots across across Missouri, but the majority of them are in the St. Louis area. And these billboards have a huge image of Our Lady of Guadalupe, and it has the message, um, I think it's, love your children born and unborn, Mm -hmm. or Or love your babies, maybe. I forget the exact term. I'm sorry. (laughs) So, Anyway, but it's it's a very strong pro-life message. And the image of Our Lady of Guadalupe, there's like this, I don't know, it's 19 feet total, but there's this like four foot extension off of the top of the billboard in which, you know, Mary's kind of like popping out of the billboard, if you will. And so this group who sponsors these, it really was on a wing and a prayer. And the woman Anna Maria Usselman, who's featured in the story, she started this 15 years ago, and just some other really good, dedicated Catholic women, um, just felt it was important to have these billboards, um, you know, up in the St. Louis area, and so they did it, and they had no budget, <laughs> and. Um, somehow they've made it happen. Uh, now they're looking at, I think it's roughly $10,000 a month yeah. to maintain these billboards. And somehow...
0: There's 11 of them, I guess, in the Louis area. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Somehow they just managed to keep that going. They have a, a fundraiser dinner coming up here in October. Um, and, you know, that's one of their big events. But I, they just rely on donations and generosity of the public. So the other thing, too, is those billboards feature a hotline um, to connect to people with like local pregnancy resources um like resource centers and that sort of thing
0: and that's important because you have a a stat here in the story Mm -hmm. cars have traveled past the billboards more than two billion times Mm -hmm. since 2002 so that's maybe it's the same people multiple times but two Mm -hmm. billion Mm -hmm. sets of eyeballs at some time have seen these billboards Mm -hmm. that's that's a lot of people seeing these, right. maybe reaching some people, giving them hope. Right. Um, and it's hard to track then how many people it is. that's reached. But
1: yeah. In fact, I was talking to the sales manager um, at DDI Media who um, posts these billboards. And he said to me, you know, occasionally they may get a phone call from somebody saying, you know, I saw that billboard and what was the phone number? Mm-hmm. You know, but it's. Not all that often. I mean, they do get calls, but it's not very often. So I think they really kind of just rely on the Holy Spirit to kind of move somebody.
0: And that's sometimes what we have to do Mm -hmm. in our faith is just sort of trust that what we do is, is, you know, we're not just speaking out to the ether. We hope, like you're listening to this podcast that somebody's actually listening to it you know right. so yeah. um you know we we just sort of have to do what we do as Catholics mm-hmm. and hope that somebody's going to respond and hope the holy spirit right. has a hand in it right. if you do want to go to that uh, that dinner or or um help out with this uh, this organization that has these these billboards around the San Louis area uh you can call Jennifer has this number in the story but you can call that number 314-487-2066 or 314 314- nine two zero one two one two and that's for the uh benefit dinner for our lady of Gua- our lady of guadalupe for life and their annual benefit dinner on sunday october 8th so jennifer um thanks for covering this pro-life stuff Um uh, sure, year-round yeah you, you are one of the, the best at this topic oh, nice. um i think you uh Somewhere recently, somebody said you're you're the best pro-life reporter in the state. So <laughs> I think I heard that recently, but uh, okay. Yeah, so you do <laughs> you do great work. <laughs>
1: well, thank you. I appreciate it. I it's it, it is really heartwarming, and um, it really just strengthens your faith when when you can encounter people like the Holy Infantines or Anna Maria Usselman and the Our Lady of Guadalupe for Life women. It just I mean, they're the ones really doing the work out there. I'm happy to tell their stories. <laughs>
0: You're doing a good job at it. So these stories and more in the September 4th through 10th edition of the St. Louis Review, or again, visit it, uh, check out the St. Louis Review online, stlouisreview.com. And uh, this is Gabe Jones. That's Jennifer Brinker, and you're listening to the Catholic Gateway Podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Catholic Gateway Podcast. We always welcome story tips and ideas for the podcast just send them to communications at archstl.org. That's communications at archstl.org. Make sure to connect with us on social media to stay up to date with what's going on here in the Archdiocese of St. Louis. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for Archdiocese of St. Louis. We're on Twitter, at ArchSTL is our handle there, at ArchSTL. And we're on Instagram, at CatholicSTL. And you should follow the St. Louis Review. They're on Facebook, also Twitter and Instagram under the handle at St. Louis Review. That's S.T. Louis Review. The Catholic Gateway Podcast is a production of the Archdiocese of St. Louis. I'm your host, Gabe Jones. We hope you'll join us again next time here in the Gateway to the West, the Rome of the West, Catholic St. Louis.